today on the Rita Mimi Do It Show. Happy New Week, everyone. And what a happy week it is because this week I kicked off the beginning of my brand new program, The Most Important Thing. And, you know, for the past couple of weeks, I've been promoting this program. And in addition to getting questions about the content and the logistics and questions about coaching in general, I have also received a lot of questions about launching, the launch process for launching a course, for launching a group program, for launching any kind of package. And so I thought, you know, what better way to answer all of your questions than by taking you behind the scenes, whatever you want to say, right, behind the scenes, peeling back the curtain, right, shining the light on the details about my launch, especially while it's so fresh since it just ended. And, you know, so last week, I shared a case study about one of my clients, a client who literally became a multimillionaire in less than three weeks. And if if you did not listen to that, I just want to say, if you did not listen to that, I highly suggest you do. And here's like a really interesting thing. I noticed that that episode was not getting as much traction as I really expected it to. So I asked a few people who I know are kind of loyal podcast listeners, loyal participants in my community, the All-In Entrepreneur, if they had listened. And when they said no, I asked why. And here's something that's super interesting. They said, well, Rita, those results, they can't be my results. I don't see how listening to that is going to help me. And I said, well, (laughs) did you read the description? Because it says it was super simple. And what caused her to make millions of dollars in less than three weeks is actually just a normal, regular foundational action, activity for growing your business. (laughs) And the response was, "Mm, yeah, no, it can't be that easy. There's no way it can be that easy. And I just want to tell you, it really can. It really can be that easy if you focus on the most important things in your business, if you focus on these foundational activities, it really can be that easy to scale, to grow, to make the money that you want. So I highly suggest, even if you are feeling resistance towards listening to an episode that has to do with multi-million dollars, that you go listen to that episode because anyone, I don't care what stage of business you're in, can do the same exact things that she did in order to have big results. So last week, I used my client as a case study. This week, I'm going to be the case study. And I am going to tell you how I launched my program. I'm going to tell you the actions that I took during the launch. I'm also going to share with you what went well and what didn't go well. And I'm going to do it to help you bust through some of the myths about launching and give you all of the information that you really need in order to have a successful launch. So grab a glass of wine, settle on down, grab your notepad, grab a pen. You're going to want to take some notes. And I can't wait to dig into the most important thing launch on this episode of the Rita Made Me Do It show. Because of Rita, I got on the news. Because of Rita, I had 15 speaking engagements last year. Because of Rita, I've become a six-figure business owner. Because, because, of, Rita, because of Rita, I've doubled my revenue by doubling my clients. I'm Rita, business strategist, speaker, and success coach. Also known as the gal who went on 35 dates in 35 days and vlogged all about it. And this is the Rita Mimi Do It Show where every week I bring you the real information about what it takes to go all in on your dreams so that you can build a profitable business and live a positive life. 
Some weeks I'll have a guest, and others it'll be just you and me. Like we're out on my deck sharing a bottle of wine. The conversation? Yeah, it'll be that real. This episode really is just me and you. I am on my deck. I hope we're sharing a bottle of wine, or rather sharing this time cans of wine. I'm actually drinking the sparkling white wine from Simpler Wines from Trader Joe's Wine in a Can because I'm out of my deck and I am notorious for dropping anything and everything, including glass. And so anytime I'm outside, my husband's like, are you drinking the wine in the can? Please tell me you're drinking wine in a can or at least a plastic cup. So I've got simpler wine, but I picked this on purpose because I think sometimes we overcomplicate things in our business. Maybe that's you. I mean, hands up, right? If we've ever overcomplicated anything, I used to be a very chronic overcomplicator. But when it comes to launching, it really is simple. I think what you've learned from me now is like when you focus on the most important things, when you take simple actions, you really can have the results that you want. And so as we talk about launching, because people think launching a course or a program or a group is complicated, that the tech piece is complicated, that the promotion is complicated, that the launch itself is complicated, I'm here to tell you it's really not. And so that's why I'm drinking simpler wine. But today the conversation really is going to be real because this is not an episode where I'm saying, I'm just going to tell you the details about my six-figure launch and how I made $50,000 in one week and how you can too. I mean, it would be nice if I was sitting here saying that, but oftentimes I share with you the wins and I share with you the celebrations and I share with, and this launch is no different. It is a win and it is a celebration and I'm going to tell you why, but I think it's also important for me to share with you all aspects. And the truth is, while this launch was a successful launch and it went very well, I did not get the results that I wanted. And when I look at everything, I can say that I'm not surprised. And I actually was talking to somebody about this the other day, a client and I had a session and I was saying, you know, my launch went really well, but it didn't go as well as I wanted. And they were like flabbergasted. (laughs) They were like, well, Rita, what? Like, I thought you did your mindset. I thought you did this. Like, I can't believe you didn't get the results that you wanted. And I'm not surprised (laughs) that I didn't get the results that I wanted. So when I share with you today, I'm going to share with you everything, step by step, A to Z, how I came up with the idea for the course that I was launching, all the way through to the actions that went well, the things about this launch that went well, and the things that I'm going to do differently next time. Because I think that's where the power really is, is when you see everything, the whole picture. And I want you to see how it really is possible to be in celebration and full gratitude and also be using an outcome as feedback. Because that's what I look at this as, feedback. I did not hit the results that I wanted but it was not failure. This is just feedback. But the only way that I can get the feedback to use it for the future is if I'm honest and look at all of the pieces and say, here's what went well, here's what I need to do differently, or here's what I never need to do again. Because let's be honest, (laughs) it is all too tempting to throw the baby out with the bathwater. And I see my clients wanting to do this time and time again. And this is where the power of support can be super helpful (laughs) because it's very tempting to go, oh, I tried something, I sold something, I launched something, and I didn't get the results I wanted. Or maybe you don't get any results at all. And it's very easy to go, so that didn't work. 
or I'm never going to do that again, or I guess launches just aren't for me, or I guess that strategy isn't my strategy. But really what you need to do is look at it piece by piece by piece. So you can pull out what works, you can tweak a few things, and you can try it again and try it again in different ways until suddenly you're like, yes, I found the formula that makes this my own. Because if I had to pick one thing, that, that right there, that's the most important thing. Um, I think I've used this analogy before, which is fitting because I don't play golf. And so, of course, I'm going to use a golf analogy. So if I butcher this, please forgive me. But it's like playing golf. <laughs> it's like you go out there, you swing the club, and maybe you don't hit the ball. Well, you're not throwing the club over your shoulder and going, well, that's it. <laughs> I guess I just don't know how to play golf. I guess this sport isn't for me. No, you're going to practice. You're going to try again. You're going to learn a new technique. Maybe the way you grip your club needs to change. Maybe the type of club that you're using needs to change. Maybe something about your stance needs to change, right? So you're going to just pick a part, tweak it, try again. Pick another part, tweak it, try again. That's what we have to do when it comes to our business. That really is the most important thing. That's kind of what goes along with resilience. And so if you can pick that up, if you can do that, if you can learn to use any outcome as feedback, if you can be in full gratitude no matter what the outcome of anything, of any strategy that you implement is, and also use it as feedback, you are going to go really far in your business. And so that's why I felt like it was really important for me to share all of this with you, because I do wish that more people, especially coaches, were open and transparent with the details. Because you do only hear things like, let me tell you about my multi-million dollar launch. Let me tell you how I just added you know, $50,000 in revenue in one week. And I was sitting outside and I was shopping. <laughs> I don't know, do you sit outside and shop? I guess nowadays in COVID, you sit outside on your phone <laughs> and you shop, right? And those are all true. Those can all be real results. And I've had those results and I kind of had similar results with this launch. But at the same time, let's be true, not every launch goes the way that you want. And that's where the value is. That is where I really find gratitude to say thank you for actually not going the way that I wanted it to, because now I can really examine some of what I did and tweak it and make it better. Because my end result is to meet all of you where you're at, is to connect with all of you. And so if a launch doesn't go the way that I want it to, oftentimes it means I wasn't doing everything I could to really connect and serve you in a powerful way. So every time that I'm able to have an opportunity to do that better, I am so, so grateful. So let's first talk about how the concept for this program, the most important thing, how it came to life. So the most important thing was inspired by feedback, feedback that I was getting from clients, from conversations that were taking place in the all and entrepreneur. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how many times I'll say this in a podcast episode, but the world is still a little topsy-turvy. But the idea for this course was inspired by some of the things that happened in business as a result of COVID-19 stay-at-home orders and people having to kind of adjust. And the adjustments were caused because now spouses were home and children were home and the day was different. There were a lot more responsibilities that people had that they didn't necessarily have before. There was more uncertainty. There were more decisions to be made. And it was just causing a lot of overwhelm. And so I was really paying attention. This is kind of one of the value adds if you have your own community, is that you're really able to hear real time what's happening in the days and the lives, in the minutes 
interests of your ideal clients. And so I'm very engaged in my Facebook community, The All An Entrepreneur, and I was reading every conversation, whether it was directed to me or not. And I kept hearing common themes over and over. And it seemed like no matter what stage of business someone was in, the challenges that people were experiencing were the same. And the solutions that I would recommend were also the same. They also applied to almost everyone, regardless of their business, regardless of their industry, regardless of their goals or where they were in business. The solutions applied to almost everyone universally. And so I wanted to dig deeper and I wanted to get a little more specific in the challenges because I knew that I had the solution and I 100% believed in the process that I would recommend as the solution because this same thing is what I use day in and day out with every single client, whether, whether they're private clients or they're group coaching clients or it's in a previous course or it's in an intensive, right? It seemed like the challenges, while they felt very new and they felt very different, they were really tied back to some, I don't want to say missteps, but to some neglected foundations that can happen when somebody starts their business. And so anyway, I really believed in the solution that was coming up in my head and how I wanted to offer it, but I wanted to do a little more digging to get clear, to get certainty. And so I embarked on a lot of market research in my group, with my clients, with my community, with past clients on my list. And I did that market research in the form of conversations, in the form of just reading posts um, in my group and in some other groups. I also did it in the form of polls. Guys, polls are incredible <laughs> for market research. I asked some of the people who participated in polls follow-up questions. I, I had some people agree to get on the phone with me. I had some phone conversations because I really wanted to get specific. And so I did that for about one to two weeks. So an idea had come to mind saying, okay, there's this challenge. This challenge exists. I believe that to solve the challenge, this is the solution. But let me make sure specifically that I'm really getting getting it right, that I'm getting right what the specific challenges are. And so market research helped me clarify that. And the general gist of everything entrepreneurs weren't getting the results that they wanted in their business. They felt very overwhelmed with everything that was now on their plate. Again, it wasn't just business building anymore. It was like everything was on their plate. But then what made them feel even more overwhelmed was that they weren't getting the results that they wanted in their business. And so there was a lot of financial stress, a lot of financial uncertainty, and then overwhelmed because it's like, well, to get the money to make the sales, I have to do all of the stuff, but I don't really have time to do all of the stuff because now there's all this other stuff. So it put them in this never-ending circle of like, I need money, I need sales, I need my business to thrive. But because of all of this other stuff, I can't get my business to thrive, meaning there's more to do to get my business to thrive. And I definitely don't have time for that. So now my business is doing even worse and so on and so on. And so people were feeling all kinds of ways. But specifically, what I walked away from market research with was the following. People said, look, here are my problems. I am not finding potential clients. I'm struggling to find clients. I am having trouble growing my audience. I feel like no matter how visible I get or what I do, it's just the same people. And that audience, my community, it's not expanding any. Also, I'm kind of confused about what to sell, especially right now. I feel like my services, my solutions, they're not 100% applicable to people 
in the wake of COVID-19. And maybe it's my pricing. I'm not sure if my pricing should be like this right now. Should it change? Did I even price it right to begin with? And then how do you stand out? I was having trouble standing out before, but now every business is online because everything has to be virtual. So I'm struggling with getting clients. I'm struggling with growing my community. I'm not quite sure what to sell or how to price it. And then how do I even let people know that it exists. So those were the specific challenges. And doing that market research confirmed for me that my process was the right solution. My process was the right solution for all of these problems. So then it was a matter of how do I deliver the solution? And again, market research was what I used to really confirm. Because here everybody was saying, hey, I don't have a lot of time. I don't have a lot of time right now. There's a lot on my plate. And so when I was talking to people about coaching or the support that they needed to solve these problems, one thing came up, which is like, I really want personalized support. I want personalized coaching. But Rita, let's be honest, I don't have the money to invest in one-on-one support right now. That's a higher investment than I feel comfortable making in the wake of everything that's going on. But then the next piece of that, right? So now we've got, I want personalized support, but I don't feel comfortable making the kind of investment that needs to be made in that personalized support. But then it also turned into, but I don't have time for a class. I don't have time for a course. I barely have enough time to get done what I need to get done. I don't think I have time to incorporate a you know one hour to two hour video lesson plus a one hour group coaching session every week and all of the work that it requires to go into getting the results by implementing what I learn. And also, Rita, a course takes away the personalization, the personalized piece that I want. So here was this tug of war between the investment of money when it comes to personalized solutions and then the investment of time when it came to what people believed a course would involve. And the group, a group concept kind of fell somewhere in the middle. Like, yeah, it would be nice to be surrounded by my peers and be surrounded by accountability and support, but that personalized piece is really important to me. And if I'm in something that could apply to everybody, I'm not sure that it could really apply to me. And so that confirmed for me everything that I knew about how I wanted to deliver this program. And so the most important thing was born. And the most important thing took the best of everything and mixed it all together for what I truly still believe 100% is the solution that people need. Because, you know, here here's one little side note, right? When you're saying, Rita, my day is so full. There's so much to do. My day is so full. And I'm not getting the money or the clients or the results that I want in my business. And I'm like, here you go. Here's the solution. (laughs) Here's the solution to your problem, right? Like my one friend, she did a podcast episode the other day. I'll have to put a link to it in the show notes. But she was kind of doing a little parody on this. And so I'm going to riff on that a little bit. And it was like people saying, I'm so overwhelmed. I just there's so much to do and I don't have the results that I need in business and it's stressing me out. And you're like, okay, guys, here I am. Here's your solution. I have this solution to your problem. And when you follow the solution, it's going to give you the results. I'm handing it to you wrapped up pretty in a bow on a silver platter. Here you go. And you're like, oh, my gosh, that's just what I need. And I don't have time for it. Right. It's kind of like, wait, what? You don't have time for it. And it's, it's almost like, how can you not have time for the thing that's actually going to give you time 
back because it's going to give you solutions, right? But I knew that this was the reality of where people were at. And this is where knowing your audience and talking to them and being able to get inside of their head is so important because inside of the head of my ideal clients, this is the loop that kept playing. Yes, I need a solution that will help me free up my time by showing me exactly what I need to do to get results in my business. But also, I don't have enough time to actually listen to and learn the thing that will give me my time back. And so people stay stuck. And I knew that this was a reality and I knew what was going on. So the most important thing was birthed, right? And the most important thing took away the overwhelm. It's like, okay, people are overwhelmed And I've said this before, overwhelm comes from too much yes. That's really the definition of overwhelm. When you say yes to too many things, you feel overwhelmed. Success is really rooted in what you say no to. And so that's no different in terms of your day-to-day activities for your business. I knew people were feeling overwhelmed because they were doing too much in their business. So the last thing that they needed to learn were all of the ways that they could grow their business. And so I looked at those individual problems from market research that people were having, and I knew. I knew exactly if they only did one, two, three, four, five things, those problems could be eliminated. Sure, they could do a lot more to see maybe bigger results or see results in a different way. But if you really strip everything away, If you looked at me and said, Rita, just tell me the most important thing to do, because that's all I got time for. If you did the most important thing, you would see results. And I was like, that's it. They don't need to know everything. You guys don't need to know everything. You just need to know the most important things. So then I was like, well, what are the most important things in terms of getting clients, in terms of growing your audience, in terms of knowing exactly what to sell and how to price it and how to stand out? And I picked out the one most important thing in each of these areas. So I had the solution and it was simple and it was easy. It's like, here is a simple strategy to get consistent clients and to generate the money you want. But now people need to learn it. (laughs) And this is where they're getting stuck because of the overwhelm. And so I had to create a hybrid program, something that was personalized and provided individual feedback and support, but did it in a learning style that allowed you to learn at any time very quickly on your own time. So I mapped out all of that out. And I, I say that to let you know, A program doesn't have to look a certain way. Sometimes my clients come to me with preconceived notions. Like it either has to be all private and personal or it has to be all courses that are just kind of generic and could apply to anybody. And you're able to craft whatever you want. And I really wanted to meet the needs of my audience. And so what did that look like? Well, that looked like something that allowed you to learn these things quickly. I thought, you know what? I don't want this to take more than 30 minutes a day. I think everybody has about 30 minutes a day to invest in learning and growing their business. That's easy. It could be split in a 10-minute, 10-minute, 10-minute even, right? So I thought, okay, this has to be able to be learned short, quick spurts, but also on somebody's own time. They might not be able to be in front of the computer at two o'clock to watch me teach this. So I knew it had to be pre-recorded, and I knew that the lessons needed to be short. I also knew that people wanted results. They did not really want any more learning. It's the results that people were after. So I knew then that like any implementation of this had to be the implementation that gives you results. And so I was like, okay, short videos 
that are pre-recorded so that you can watch them on your own time with just a few, the most important action or two to implement from that information to see results. So it was all about short, quick, and effective, right? The information, truly the most important information that you need. But people wanted personalization. And I heard that. And I think that that's really important at any time, but especially right now with everything that's going on in the world. But how could I provide personalization to kind of this course style program? Well, that's when I decided to create separate tracks where at a certain point in the program, week five, people are forced. I hate saying that word, but people are forced to pick a track. And the track is going to make them go all in on one strategy. Because again, I knew the overwhelm was coming from trying every strategy. So to see results, people were going to have to pick one that was going to remove overwhelm, focus, give them bigger results in fewer time. But for them to do that, they couldn't learn all the strategies. If I handed you three strategies and said, okay, now you've learned all three, pick one, uh uh-uh, you guys are going to go, no, like you might tell me yes, but in your head, you're going to be like, no, I need to do them all because what if that one doesn't work? So I need to also do this one. But if you're not learning at all, if you're really only learning one, that's all you're going to have to implement. So I knew I had to force everybody to pick one track, but that track needed to work with their life. It needed to work with their schedule. It had to be the thing that was going to be easy for them to do, that they were going to enjoy doing. So I picked different tracks that could fill that gap, could fill that need where people could go, okay, if Rita's making me go all in on one thing, then I'm going to pick the thing that I enjoy the most and that I think will work with the life that I'm having right now. And so those were the ways that I created the tracks. And then I thought, yeah, but people are still wanting individualized support and feedback. So then I built in weekly live Q&As with me so that people could ask me real time live questions about their individual business, whether it's about the content or it's just about their business in general. So they're getting that one-on-one individualized feedback and support. And they're also hearing other group members ask questions because oftentimes we don't even realize we have that question until somebody else asks it. So really, I took everything that people were wanting and I mixed it all up. And then I threw in the, the last piece, which was people are feeling hesitant about making investments. And, you know, I get it because I've been there myself. I know how annoying this can sound or how triggering this can sound because you feel like people are really trying to sell you something, but my program is closed. <laughs> and so I'm not trying to sell you anything, right, necessarily, but I do want to tell you this. It is 100% okay for you to get support before you actually have the results to back up getting that support because it's really not until you get the support that you're going to have the results, right? So a lot of people are like, ooh, I want to work with Rita, but I need to get some clients first so that I can afford Rita. And it's like, no, you need to get Rita first so that you get the clients, right? And oftentimes we don't give ourselves permission to invest in ourselves because we don't feel truly inside like that's a good bet right? There's something going on saying, I don't know. What if I don't make the money? What if I don't do that? What if it doesn't work? Like, I'm not a good bet, so I'm not going to go all in on me. And I know that that can be really triggering to hear, and I know it can feel 
quote unquote salesy, but I'm just saying that because it's really true. But I knew at the same time, that's the reality of the thinking right now. I don't know. The world seems weird. People aren't hiring me. I don't know if it's because of COVID-19 or not. I need solutions. I'm a little hesitant with money. My husband's been furloughed. My wife, this, we're, we're not able to go to daycare anymore, like all kinds of stuff, right? So I was like, all right, I want the pricing to not be an issue. So I priced it at $3.97. And I was like, that's a price almost anyone can afford. It's definitely a great value for a personalized program that provides you group support and private individualized coaching with short, easy to implement actions that are going to give you immediate results. And the results I knew people are going to get will far exceed the investment that they made. And so that is just like the behind the scenes peek in how I went about creating the program. I had an idea, but my idea was based not just because it's like, oh, I think I would like to do this and maybe I'm going to do it and then I'm going to craft this whole course and then I'm going to go out and sell it and hope that people buy it, right? It was no, it was like, let me listen, really listen to my audience. Okay, this is what I'm hearing. What would I propose as a solution? Okay, now let me get specifics to make sure that this solution solves the specific urgent problems for them. Oh, okay, it does. So now how would I deliver it? And to to do that isn't just, oh, this is what feels good to me, although that is a piece of the puzzle, right? But it was more like, what's going on in their head around learning? What would their objections be to this program? <laughs> what would their objections be to buying it? And then I just kind of sit there and create what it is that they want and turn around and say, okay, guys, here it is. So that's just the behind the scenes peek and how I came up with the idea. The next step was to generate interest and to grow my audience. So often people get really excited <laughs> about their inspired idea and they want to take it to market right away. It's like, okay, there's a, there's a problem. People are having a problem. I have a solution. So today I'm going to just start selling the solution. I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to see if anybody like bites and takes it. And of course they will because they're going through this problem. But that's just not the way the brain works when it comes to making a decision. I think I've, I've said this before about the customer journey. I said this in my last episode. I said this in the episode. So before, I've probably mentioned it in almost episode, almost every episode I've done. But the customer journey, the first three stages are awareness and then consideration and then purchase, meaning somebody has to become aware that something exists. And then they have to like really know it, like it, trust it, whether that's you, whether that's a program, whether it's both. They have to know it's going to solve a problem that they have. They have to clearly see that is my problem. This is the solution. And then they purchase. So if you come up with this great idea and you just promote it and then you're like, why is nobody purchasing it? It's because you miss that middle piece of consideration. And so what is involved when you're launching a course for or a program of any kind for consideration? Well, I have to grow interest in it and I have to grow my audience. I have to know who are the specific people in my audience where this is a problem for them so that I can build the relationship with them on a deeper level around this one thing. And so the way that I came about that 
was that I outlined my course, right? It's like, okay, here are the problems. Here are the solutions. I knew it's going to be one thing, you know, the most important thing around schedule because people are overwhelmed. The most important thing around really knowing your audience and being able to connect with them. The most important thing around what to offer and how to price it. The most important thing around generating awareness in this offer or your business or you. And then the most important thing around nurturing the relationship, this piece I'm talking about, so that people can purchase it, right? So I knew these were the most important things. If people just implemented these things, they'll see results. So I then created a list builder and an engagement idea to find out who has this problem, to engage in conversation around it, to build my list around it. And I did it by turning each of those points into a free live stream series. So some of you may remember, but I just finished a couple of weeks ago my free live stream series, the five most important things I do in my business and how you can put them into practice immediately. And I had people register for that live stream series. Now, people always go, Rita, I don't understand why you had people register for your live stream series because they can just catch your live stream, right? You can't block people from seeing your live stream in your group or on your page. And so why would people register? Well, it's because I have a worksheet that goes with each day, right? A worksheet with like questions that help you really implement the concept in that day's video um, available to people who register. So they're getting something of value, something that will help them. And I'm collecting email addresses of people that I know, hey, this is a problem for me. I want to pay attention to this live stream. Because the live stream, each of the days, touched on one of the lessons in the program, I knew that the people who engaged, the program was going to be a pretty good solution for them, right? So when you create a list builder or an engagement kind of thing around what you're wanting to launch, it helps you attract people that you know, the thing I'm going to offer is a solution because this list builder, this engagement concept is around exactly what I'm going to offer. So my live stream series helped me build a list of people where I knew, okay, this is a real issue for them. They're engaged in this live stream. They wanted the worksheets. They really want to work through this. This is going to be a good audience for this potential program. Now, it's not that they were the only audience. Some people did not register and they signed up for my program. But this was a really great understanding of who I wanted to talk to more than anyone else around these issues, right? So after you come up with a concept and you validated that through market research, what you need to do is you need to create a list builder that also generates engagement and conversation to help people start engaging in that consideration cycle where they're getting to know who you are, like who you are, see that this is a problem in their business or in their life, and start understanding that you have a solution to that problem because you're actually giving them real value around it right now. So every video I did for those five days, there were takeaways that people could implement right then, that day, in their life to realize real results. So you can see how I use that five-part live stream series as a huge piece of that nurture, that consideration, and awareness cycle for all of this. So that would be the next step for you. 
And as a side note, once I knew what I was going to do for the list builder, I promoted it. So I promoted my five-part live stream series for two weeks. For two full weeks, I promoted in my Facebook group, on my list, and other Facebook groups in a variety of ways that I was doing this free live stream series so that people would register for it, know about it, plan for it, join my group because that's where it was taking place. And then on that third week is when I held my live stream series. And what made the live stream series really effective is that I showed up with my full energy and my full attention. I showed up on time. I over-delivered what I said I was going to deliver, and I engaged in conversation. When people commented on something, I commented back. I responded to every comment. I answered every question. Now, what didn't work as well with the live stream and what I will do differently is I will share the replays of the live stream a little more broadly, a little more publicly. After the live stream was over and I commented on it, I really didn't do much to kind of say, did you guys catch this? Were you there? Are you not registered? You should be part of this. Look at this conversation. Look at the questions that came in. Look at the engagement to generate even more interest from people that might not have seen it. So that is something that I will do differently, right? But even without that, just engaging in the conversation with the people who showed up, both while the live stream was happening, but then after, even if I answered their question, During the live stream, I still went back and commented on it. I still generated more and more engagement with the people who attended. But also every time I comment on a comment and somebody comments back, right, the way that Facebook algorithm works is it bumps that post to the top and onto people's feeds and where people see it. So if you're doing a live stream and people are asking you questions and you're answering the questions in the live stream, a really great tip for you would be to go back and still comment on each of those written questions with a written answer because that just helps more eyes get on that particular live stream video. And so I did the live stream and on the last day of the live stream, I announced my program. I said, okay, guys, all week long, we've been talking about these five most important things, but you probably really want to do them and you want some real support around it. And so I've created this program. And that was when the cart officially opened up. Now for the next two weeks, I promoted the program. So for two weeks leading up to the live stream series, I promoted only the live stream series. I did the live stream series. On the last day of the live stream series, I opened registrations for the program. And from that day on for the next two weeks, I promoted the program. Now, the way that I promoted the program was multifaceted. So I promoted the program through direct outreach. I did it through newsletters. I did it through posts, promotional posts in my group and other groups on my business page. I did it through my podcast. I really used almost every channel that I have that was active to talk about or promote the program. There was nothing else that I talked about. For two solid weeks, all I talked about was this program, day in and day out, right? Now, what worked really well was engaging in direct outreach, and I'll talk about that in a minute. However, I could have done more publicly after the cart opened. So if I were to go back and do something different, here is what I would do differently. On the first couple of days, I think it was three days of the of the registration, I keep saying cart being open, but of the registration being open for this program, 
I was in private messages with people. <laughs> I was in private messages with people who had attended lives, who had um, gotten on a wait list for my next program, who I had met, who I thought this would be a really good fit for. I messaged them privately. I was inviting them into the program. But what I didn't do was show up publicly in those very first few days. There weren't very many promotional posts that went up. I didn't have any newsletters go out. It was more just like that Friday of the live stream. It was like, okay, guys, and here's the link and here's my program. And then it, I think it almost felt to everybody like I went dark a little bit. Now, that might not be true. It probably isn't true. But I could see where that could feel like, wow, she was here every day for five days and she was so excited about this program. And then wah, wah, right? <laughs> when the reality was I was just behind the scenes talking to a lot of people. But what I would do differently is make sure that I stay super public as well. Another thing that I would have done differently in promoting the program I would have started some of the direct outreach early from the minute that I saw people say, hey, yes, Rita, this issue is an issue that I'm struggling with, like during the live stream series, I would have engaged in the direct outreach around the program there, right? Instead of saying, okay, I'm not going to talk about the program <laughs> until the cart opens, I should have, right, in hindsight, started messaging all of those people and directly inviting them, saying, I really believe that this is a solution for you. Let's talk about it. So that they already knew if it was, and we already knew if they were going to participate by the time that the cart opened. That would have handled both of those issues. It would have allowed me to be more public and also still do the private direct outreach that I think is so crucial. Now, I made 11 sales in the first 24 hours of the cart being open. I had 11 people register I think it was somewhere between 24 and 36 hours of the cart being open. A lot of that activity was generated by the live stream. The live stream and the videos are the most powerful tool, not for everybody, but for me. I know this time and time again. When I show up on video, live video, and I engage with people and I answer their questions and I'm giving value... Time and time again, that is my, that is Rita's best way of nurturing relationships. And so because of the live stream series, I generated a lot of interest. Right Now, here is the thing about launching that nobody really talks about, which is like you are going to get a lot of interest within the first 24 hours of your program, and you're going to get a lot of interest in the last 24 hours when the cart shuts. But between it's it's it feels dead. <laughs> and that's because a lot of people like to take advantage of any early bonus, any, you know, decisive action bonus. They're excited about the program. They want to be one of the first people to get on board to secure their spot. And then after that, when there's kind of when those incentives kind of trickle out, right, people tend to wait till the last minute to make a decision. Now, if you're not constantly staying in touch with people during the middle, they're going to forget, right? They're going to forget that they wanted to do this thing <laughs> at the last minute. Um, or they might just miss the deadline or they might miss the date. But what happens is that in that between time, a lot of people disappear. <laughs> a lot of people like lose energy. They're so excited. They're like, yes, a registration, a registration, a registration. And then one day goes by without a registration. And then the next day goes by without a registration. And suddenly people are like, oh, no, I guess that's it. I guess nobody else is going to be interested. And then they kind of disappear and they stop talking about the program and they stop talking about their thing. And then they kind of create their reality, right, where now people aren't interested. Here's the thing. Even if 
people aren't signing up or if people aren't engaging with you, they are watching you. There is truth to the fact that people cannot buy what's not in front of them. So you have to keep it in front of them because once you know most people wait till the last 24 hours to actually take the action, to do the thing, to purchase, to sign up. But the only way that they do that in the last 24 hours is if they've been thinking about it every day since the day that they said, I think I'm going to do this all the way till the last minute. So your job is just to keep your energy high, keep your energy the same, and show up every single day between those first bursts of registrations and purchases to the last minute where you're going to have another burst, okay? And I say that because there were some things that I would do differently in that between time for me that I'm going to share with you. So the way that I promoted this program during the between time, right, I was doing the direct outreach that never stopped. I put up polls. Polls are really wonderful, right? And I think it's really important to understand your audience and to understand what's keeping them from purchasing something, to understand what's keeping them from participating, to understand if they even saw it, right? So if you notice, you can even go back. They're still pinned to the announcement section of the All In Entrepreneur. So you can see the exact polls that I used. Feel free to use any of those as templates for polls that you're going to do for your own launches. But I mean, I did ask questions like, have you signed up for the program? If not, why? And some of the responses are, you know, what program, Rita? I I have no idea what you're talking about. Or I'm worried I'm not going to have enough time for the program. Or it's the money that's keeping me. Or I'm not sure that this is a right solution for my problem, right? That gives me feedback around what I didn't do a great job on communicating. I didn't do a great job on communicating the investment if people are thinking that the money is the problem. Or I didn't do a great job in communicating how quickly and easily this information can be learned and implemented. I did not do a great job, right, getting visible around the program if people are like, well, what program are you talking about? So it's great feedback for that. But it's also a good conversation starter because I just asked people, could I ask you a few more questions about that? If you said you didn't get to see the program, can I ask you a few more questions? And then a question would be, would you like to hear about the program? Or if somebody said, I'm not sure that this is the right solution for my goals, then I could say, hey, can I ask you a question? What are your goals? What do you think the solution is, can we talk about that more, right? So from those conversations that spurred from the polls, there were very many people that had their questions answered and ended up signing up for the program. But they would not have necessarily come to me on their own with their questions, right? People would just kind of sit there going, oh, maybe I'm supposed to be able to make the decision from the information that's out there. But the information that's out there isn't really enough for me to make my decision. So guess what? They're just not going to make a decision. So you need to be providing right along the way really easy ways for people to engage with you in conversation, right? These are called in dating, as many of you may remember, I was a dating coach. In dating, these are called hooks, right? In an online dating profile, you should put in a hook, which is a question that is easy for people to answer to start the conversation. So I might say like, oh, and I love brunch. Do any of you, or like, does anybody know of a good brunch spot in the area? That's a hook. That's an easy question for a guy to be like, oh, hey, yeah, I do, right? If worst case, if nothing happens, right, I learned about a great brunch spot, right? So you want to put hooks into things and that that's just normal because that's how people engage in conversation. We want to always make it easy for people to engage us in conversation. If you just put out a sales page and promo posts and you're just like, buy this, buy this, buy this, and you just sit there and go, well, of course, if people have questions, people are going to come to me. That's not true. They feel uncomfortable coming with a question. They feel like maybe they shouldn't have that concern or maybe they don't want to vocalize that concern. Or maybe they're not even sure how to word it or what they would ask around it. So the easier you can make that, the better. So the polls that I did served 
all of those different things, market research, conversations, right, and more. Um, I also had contests. I like to reward people for giving me answers to these questions. So in addition to just putting up the polls, I said, look, everybody who answers this poll in the next 24 hours is going to be entered to win a prize, right? Everybody who does this in the next X is going to win a gift card. Or if you just comment below with whatever, then I'm going to give you, you know, uh, a book, a book that I love or something like that. I wanted to make it fun. Again, the point is engagement. It's conversations. It's making people aware. It's it's having fun. So contests are a good way for that. Now, the last thing that I did were newsletters. I sent two newsletters a week anyway. They're really value-filled. I mean, I consider my newsletters to be personal letters from me to my audience, right? Like sometimes they're just informing you about things that are going on, but oftentimes it really is a personal letter. Like, dear audience, this thing happened to me and I need to tell you all about it, right? That, that's the way my letters are. But this time I pushed my edge a little bit. And I will say this. I say this to my clients all the time. If you aren't feeling edgy and uncomfortable, if you're not pushing the edge and the boundary of what you feel comfortable with in your business, you're not growing your business. And for the past few things I've launched, I felt super comfortable. (laughs) There was no discomfort. And I knew, okay, where is it that I need to push that edge? And it was with newsletters. So I was like, you know, I don't talk about the things that I'm promoting enough in my newsletters when I'm promoting them. I might just put it as a PS or I might mention it in one of my normally scheduled newsletters. But this time I decided that I was going to send a newsletter every single day, every single day of the launch. Only I didn't. (laughs) Only I didn't at the beginning because, like I said, I wasn't showing up in that way. I was so engaged in private direct outreach conversations. So one thing I would do differently is start the newsletters earlier. But I did. I did. I think it was nine newsletters in a row. And it was edgy for all the reasons that anyone else, you know, is it has discomfort doing it. What if people unsubscribe? What if people get angry? What if nobody, you know, and I'm going to talk about that at the end, the mindset piece, because that's the most important piece. But just know those are all just stories. There's no truth. There's no fact. I mean, did people unsubscribe? Yes. But I'm also very grateful that those people unsubscribed because they're not a right fit for my audience. You know, did people get angry? I don't know. Nobody said so. (laughs) Nobody wrote me anything saying that they got angry, right? So I just say that because a lot of the stories that we tell ourselves, I mean, most of the things that we tell ourselves, it's just that, right? It's just stories. But what I would have done differently, so I would have kept the newsletters going, but here's what I I would do differently and what I'm going to do differently next time is that I had never done the newsletters before. And because that was my edge, what do we do on anything that feels uncomfortable? I'm included in that, right? We procrastinate on it. We get distracted. We wait till the last minute to do it. So those newsletters, it was both a blessing and a curse. I was kind of waiting until the last minute, like the day before or the morning of, to create that newsletter, to write that newsletter, to get it out to you. It was a blessing because this was the first launch of the program and I was able to address in the newsletters real time the things that people needed to hear, the things that people needed to be talking about or thinking about or discussing to make a really good decision for them. But it was a curse in that I was writing these newsletters the day before or the morning of, which is not a productive use of my time. But because I was doing that, it kept me from showing up in the way that I already know that I generate interest, which are videos. I should have been going live more, even after the five-part live stream series. I should have been showing up. Now, I showed up and did interviews with my clients, right? I 
I brought in one-on-one clients. Every interview that I did had something to do with a point of the program, something that's going to be taught in the program. Um, I also did live Q&A where I did a live Q&A where I answered your business questions so that you could understand what it's like when you have that real-time feedback, when you have that support. So everything I did in terms of the lives that I did, the interviews that I did, they were all to position the program. I mean, they gave value, but they also let you know, this is what it's going to be like to be in the program. <laughs> what it, This is what it's going to be like to have a weekly ability to ask Rita a question and get a real-time answer. This is what it's going to be like to implement these steps that these people are talking about, right? It was all calculated, not like in a manipulative way. When you're promoting, I think that the the takeaway that I'm trying to say here is you want to make sure that what you're using to promote is valuable and is not just spammy. It is not just quote unquote salesy, although I hate that term, right? Um, you want to make sure it's giving real value. And what what is valuable for people when you're launching something is to understand what it would be like to be part of it, to let them experience it. So to be part of this program, you get to ask me questions about your business. So you need to experience it. You're going to get certain results. You need to hear from other clients who use this process, what it was like for them to implement the process and get results, right? So all of that's valuable. That's a value ad. Now, what I did not do well and that I'm going to do differently is advertise all of that a little more ahead of time. It was very much like, I'm going live today at two o'clock to talk to my client. So a lot of people weren't able to make it, right? And I only did one live Q&A. So the bigger takeaway is I know that when I'm on video and I'm engaging with people and I'm answering questions and I'm talking and it's live, I will always generate trust and authority and credibility faster. But this time around, because my edge was the newsletters, I focused on the newsletters a little more. And I think that that was both good and it hurt me a little bit because the newsletters kept me from showing up on video as much as I wanted to. And video is where I thrive because video is where I can connect with you in a real authentic way and you feel really solid around your decision as opposed to trying to make it from reading a newsletter, if that makes any sense. And so that is my one takeaway for what I'm going to do differently during the promotion period of my next launch of this program when I launch it again. Another little slight point, right, when you're thinking about the timeline of this. <laughs> so I promoted the live stream for two weeks and then I had the live stream for five days and I opened the cart and then for about two weeks, it was really two weeks plus a day or two, I promoted the program. Well, the promotion ended on Friday the 22nd and the program starts on Monday the 25th and I don't believe that that's enough of a window for a new program. Now, I'm creating the content for this program because a lot of it has been recently derived and I wanted to test it and I wanted to validate it before creating it. And so I am kind of, in a way, creating the program as I go. I mean, I have the program all mapped out. I'm talking about just filming the videos and stuff, right? So I feel like I should have put maybe a slightly bigger window between when registration ends and when it begins. And I also timed it with a holiday. So like this is a holiday weekend and I'm, you know, between promotion ending and the program starting and there's a lot to do and I'm very happy to do it. It's just I had not really looked at a calendar when I did this. And so that's like another little side note, right? Part of this and is that it's a business that supports your life. Right now, because of COVID-19, I'm going to be honest, the holiday means nothing to me right now. I mean, it's a very important holiday. Memorial Day is a very important holiday. But in terms of my schedule or going, it's not the same as in past years. And so this worked out. It didn't really end up being like a negative thing that's impacting my life in a negative way to have to work on this program. And in fact, I'm excited about it. I want to work on it. I can't stop working on this program. But 
I should have looked at a calendar and been like, okay, well, I probably want to spend time with my husband this weekend. And I probably want to take a trip and I probably want to go right to be able to line that up. So that's just a side note, right? That Because that's something I always have my clients do is create the business that supports your life, meaning you have to plan your life first. And I got so excited about this program that I kind of dived into it and it just worked out which is good and I'm very grateful for it, but I should have really looked at my life first and then picked the dates around launching that support that life. So I hope that that makes sense and take that note and do that for you when you launch your next thing. Another little kind of technical side note is I would have offered an alternative way to pay. So I use Square for all of my payments, for all of my programs. Um, Square is my payment processor. There, I could do a whole thing about why I choose Square. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll do a podcast about that one day. But what I didn't realize, because I actually have some clients who live in Canada, live in other countries, and they have made a payment through Square. So I'm not really sure of the rhyme or reason, but Square really doesn't work outside of the United States. So I had some people in Canada and some other countries who were signing up for the program and they were experiencing difficulty. Now, luckily, they messaged me and just said, hey, is there another way to sign up? But there could very easily be people who just couldn't sign up and decided, you know what, this is too much hassle. I'm not going to sign up. So next time I really need to have a, if you live in the United States, click here to pay, or if you don't, click here to pay kind of option. So that's just like a little technical note about something that I would do differently in this launch uh, the next time. I know that we're getting close to the end of our hour together, but I think I also want to share with you how I chose the bonuses because that's a question that I get a lot, which is, Rita, I want to launch a thing. I see that you're offering bonuses. So the bonuses for this program were for people who signed up in the first 24 hours from when I opened registration. They got a private coaching call with me. So anyone that that registered with them at first 24 hours qualifies for a private coaching call with me to be used at any point during the program. Then I had an early bird bonus for anyone that registered for the first week that registration was open. They got included in a in two group coaching calls, two one hour group coaching calls. And then during the second week, I released a 24-hour bonus. Now, that bonus is given to everybody who had already registered, but also it was available to anyone who signed up within that 24-hour window from the time that it was announced. So that was a special kind of like last-minute surprise bonus, and that was my Master Your Mindset Make More Money bundle. So how did I arrive at those bonuses? Well, remember, I like to think in terms of what objections would people have to this? And I knew that the objections that people were going to have revolved around money and making the investment and having private support and private feedback. And so that's why for people who were really ready to go in, I wanted to reward them with a one-on-one private coaching call because it eliminates some of that concern around not having that private individual feedback with me. That's also what the group coaching calls did, because I will be live in these two group calls in a deeper way than in the program. So that was just another way to alleviate that concern while not, you know, putting out a low priced group coaching program and ending up with like 60 private one on one coaching calls. Right. So I knew only a handful of people, um, like I said, about 11 signed up in the first 24 hours. And that was doable to spread out 11 private calls over the course of a six-week program. But any more than that, right, I would not have 
probably been able to do that. So that's why I offered the private call as just a 24-hour bonus. But I knew that that one-on-one contact was going to be something that would overcome an objection. So the way to leverage that, to give people that and still be able to provide them with what they need to feel secure, like, I'm going to get the individualized feedback I need, and also, again, support my life and my schedule, was to then leverage that in the form of a group, which is why I did that for the early bird special, because then I knew, okay, I can fit that in. That's a nice incentive for people who are, you know, uh, ready to go and sign up, and that's a nice gift. Then the 24-hour bundle was around the money objection, which is master your mindset, make more money. Like When you take these concepts and these things in this bundle and you line them up with a program, because I knew mindset was really, money mindset is not being addressed as deeply as I love addressing this topic, because I could talk about it forever, right? Like, I mean, many of you have seen, I have talked about it forever. And it's not because the program is around just the most important things, the strategy, the pieces, each piece has a little bit of mindset, but there is no extra mindset course. So I wanted to give people that because I know that that's important. It's a big piece of my strategy, but also I knew that money and investing money was an issue for people. And so I wanted the 24-hour bonus to address that concern and make people go, oh, okay, I got it. I feel more comfortable now investing in this program. So when you're coming up with what are good bonuses for the thing that I'm going to launch, what are good ways and good timing, that's the mindset that goes behind it, which is like, well, what is it that's going to really overcome an objection? What will serve people and serve them well? What will their hesitation be around buying this? And how can my bonus help them like eliminate that objection? How can I help alleviate that concern so that they feel really secure signing up for this? So that is just the behind the scenes way of how I came up with the bonuses that I did for this program. And then let's kind of close out just a little bit around mindset, right? (laughs) Uh, Mindset is so important in a launch. I I might have to do a whole separate podcast (laughs) on just mindset and launching, right? But I think that there's a bit, you hear me say this all the time, you really need to believe in your success. You need to believe that it's completely and totally inevitable that I'm going to be successful in my business. Now, will this course, will this launch be something that helps make me successful? probably, but also I can become successful in a completely other way, right? And let me give you a really great example of that. So I had a goal for 50 registrations for this program, and I ended up with fewer than that, right? So if I had had 50 registrations, it would have been around a $20,000 launch, and I ended up at about $12,000, right? I ended up with a good number of registrations, a great group. I'm so excited about the women who signed up for this program. I mean, they are motivated. They are incredible. They're already taking action and the program hasn't even technically started yet, right? So it is a good group of people. But I had a goal for 50. But, right, if I had been so attached to that, like, oh, no, I'm not getting the registrations I wanted. Oh, no, people aren't signing up right now. Oh, no, this isn't working, right? It means I was looking for evidence that this is like going to contribute to my success, right? It's like, I need this launch to go well so that I know my business is going to be successful. And that shows the exact opposite of what you need, right? If I had been like, I need this launch to go well because then I know my business will succeed. All that means is I don't actually believe that my business is going to succeed. And that's why I need evidence, right? So I needed to tap in every day to, I need no evidence. I am completely and totally certain my business is going to be successful. I'm going to reach all my business goals. And I don't know when, 
and I don't know how. Now, it could be from the things that I'm doing, like this launch, this program, but it could also come from a completely unexpected way. And a great example of that is something that happened during the launch process, which is I was getting visible. I was doing live streams. I was interviewing clients. I was sending out newsletters. I was doing all of this right to get registrations for the program, but I ended up with two private coaching clients, two people who saw me and and messaged me and said, hey, I know that a group is not right for me, but I really want to work with you one-on-one. Can we talk about that and can I hire you? And so we did that. Right now, that was an unanticipated benefit of getting visible and showing up for your business every day for this launch, right? So that's what I mean. Like, success came in all kinds of ways. There was somebody who saw me and said, hey, I would love to have you on my show and talk about the topic that you just talked about with your client. Hey, I heard your podcast around your client who became a millionaire overnight. Could you talk about that, right? So everything that I did to get visible was contributing to my success, just maybe not in the way that I thought it would in the way of getting registrations for this program. So part of the mindset going into a launch is like, could this launch help contribute to my success? Sure. But also, is my success inevitable regardless of how this launch turns out? Absolutely. So you need to do mindset work around that, right? And then the next part is that piece I was talking about, right? From the initial interest in signups and then the last 24-hour signups, there's a big gap of time between. And you have to show up at full energy. And here's what's going to happen with your mindset, because you're not going to see the results happening as frequently between those two points, you're going to want to do more. Like, oh my gosh, people aren't signing up. I need to do more. I need to do more interviews. I need to send more things. I need to be in more places. And you're going to get overwhelmed and you're going to get exhausted and you're going to get burned out. You're going to feel desperate. People are going to pick up on the desperate. People are going to pick up on the exhaustion, pick up on the overwhelm, and you're going to end up creating the exact results that you don't want. So it's really important during the launch that you just show up at the same energy level every day You keep that energy consistent, but you keep your strategy consistent. You say, I don't need to do more. I just need to keep showing up the way that I had planned to show up. You really do get more by doing less, right? So the mindset is unattached from the results. Be certain, right, in your success. Show up at equal energy because you're not looking for evidence. So it doesn't matter that people aren't signing up at all or between or on this day or on that day. You just know that by showing up and getting visible, results are going to come into your business. And you don't know when and you don't know how, but you know that's going to happen. And regardless of whatever the results are, right, just know that that's not a failure. If you didn't reach your goal, I didn't get 50 registrations. I don't feel like I failed. It just served as feedback. Why did I not get 50 registrations? What could I do differently? Where was I not showing up the way that I was showing up? What steps should I take? Right, And I'll tell you one of the steps that I'm going to take that I'm taking right now is that I can see, right, this is the joy of technology. I can see people who clicked over and over and over again to read the sales page, right? And all the newsletters that I sent. I can see people who clicked and read about it. I can see people who who were interested. I can see people who asked me questions about it on Facebook. I can see people who engaged in the polls and never signed up. I can see people who engaged in the live streams and never signed up. And I'm going to ask them two questions, which is like, number one, did you read the sales page for the program? And number two, why did you not sign up for the program? Because that information is going to be super valuable to me going forward. It's going to show me where I could have shown up differently, 
what I could have talked about clearer, what I might needed have needed to explain better. Maybe it was timing. Maybe it was logistics. It's just going to give me more insight into my audience. And so that's something that I'm going to do in the next you know, 24 to 48 hours. So I don't have that data yet, but that's going to be a huge component. Of this. So that's what I mean. Regardless of what the results are, the last mindset piece is just to know that it doesn't mean anything, right? We will turn a result into a fact. Oh, that means that nobody likes this program or I'm never going to be able to build my business on a group or launching just isn't right for me or I should never send newsletters again or I should, right? No, none of that means anything, right? The results are not facts about other things. All the results are are facts about what the results were. It just means this many people registered. But as to why other people didn't register or what worked or didn't work, the results are not those facts. They do not tell you that story. You're going to have to find more data. And so the win, right, is even if the results aren't what you want, it's the feedback for what's going to get you to that next level. So all of those things are mindset pieces. I did a lot of journaling. I did a lot of mindset work during this. And maybe I'll, I'll do a future podcast episode just about mindset work. But I wanted to to add that in here. I think another, just like a site, because I'm just like thinking of things I want to share with you. I think another thing that I would have done is as people signed up and they shared, you know, certain things, I would have asked them what made you sign up. I would have found out right from the beginning. So I'm so excited you signed up, um, Jane Doe. <laughs> like, tell me, Jane Doe, why did you sign up? And I would have gotten permission to share that reason um, so that other people could see what was motivating other people to sign up, right? Social proof is real. And once we kind of see why other people are making a decision or we see that other people are making a decision, we are more likely to also make a decision. And that was something I wanted to do that I didn't do. So I'm just sharing that with you because I want to give you all the pieces, the full picture, right? I would have done that and I will do that differently, but that means I need to create a system to make that easy because I wanted to do it. And the reason I didn't do it is I didn't have a streamlined system going in for how to collect that information. So that's going to be part of my registration process in the next launch. So then in summary, this was an incredible launch. The creation of this course, I think, is unlike any course I've ever seen out there. I truly believe this is one of the most innovative courses. I have never seen a quote unquote like pre-recorded course that is personalized, that is so specifically personalized to what is going to work best in a person's life that also provides elements of individual feedback and group support in this course format, because a course really is the easiest way to learn on your own time and in your own place. So I really believe this is one of the most innovative programs out there. And I believe it is one of the best investments because at $397, you really cannot go wrong with this program and this investment. There's no way that if you employ the things that you learn in this program that you're not going to make your money back, right? So in summary, like this was an incredible program and this was an incredible launch. I did have a $12,000 launch, right? And if you think about it, I did it, you know, over the course of a month through promoting a live stream and doing a really incredibly fun live stream series. I mean, those videos are still out there. They are great. The women who showed up, who participated, who asked questions, I had fun. I had fun showing up. And that's, That's another piece of the puzzle. If you're not enjoying it, right, you hear me say this all the time, guys, the process of getting there is the experience being there. So you have to find fun in the process. You have to enjoy the process. And those live streams, man, they were fun. I loved talking to everybody. Um, And then the promotion, the way I was doing it, interviewing clients, having contests, right, giving away prizes. 
fun, fun, fun. So it was an incredible launch. And I had really incredible women register. And I did have a $12,000 launch. That's successful, right? I don't need to make a six-figure launch. It's not just about the quality. It's not just, I mean, the quantity. It is about the quality. It's not just about the quantity. It's not just about how many dollars do I make during a launch. But it's, am I getting people who really are excited about this being a solution? Am I serving people? And hands down, every single woman who signed up for this program is going to have incredible results in their business. And so all of that went really well. What I would do differently are really honor the way that I show up best. So part of it is I would have a lot of this, and I do now because I've gone through it once, right? Have a lot of this kind of pre-created, pre-queued up, ready to go, but individualized components as I need to, right? But I had never done this particular program, launched this particular program before. But now I have things organized and ready, right? So, um, but I would have really honored the way that I know I show up best and create relationships over another way. And so I would have pushed my edge with the newsletters, but not to the detriment of showing up how I know that I thrive when I show up. And I did. I let the newsletters, you know, interact and interfere with me showing up on video and creating those relationships. So the next time I do anything, I'm always going to say, wait a minute, this is my non-negotiable. This other stuff, yes, I want to do it, but it cannot be at the expense of this thing. And I would put up visual reminders of that all of the time. There were a few technical pieces like I shared that I would have done differently. I would have shown up publicly a little more, right? Instead of going right into direct outreach, I would have done both. So there were just a few of those components that I would have done differently. But truthfully, Almost everything went the way that I wanted it to. So hopefully, like, when you listen and you hear this is what I would do differently, you'll understand the reasons for it. You'll be able to, like, make that work for you. But I think at the end of the the day, it was I would have just been heavier on video and a little more pre-scheduled with that. I would have had some of the newsletters crafted ahead of time, and I would have really been engaging in personalized conversations from the promotion of the live stream and the live stream. I would not have waited to talk to people about the program for when the cart opened with the program, and I would have put a little bit more of a buffer between registrations closing and the program beginning. So those are the main takeaways. Those are the things that I would have done differently. So I hope that this helps you, right? And um, I... I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to do this. <laughs> if you're still listening right to this episode, I would really like to reward you. I know that some people have messaged me and said, hey, Rita, I know you closed the cart on Friday. I don't know if there's a way that I can still get in the program. By the time you're listening to this episode, it's a Tuesday and the program started yesterday, Monday the 25th. However... <laughs> The way that the program is administered, you are completely able to hop in and to join us with no detriment. You're not going to be behind if you join us today or tomorrow. You're still going to have plenty of time because the lessons are very short. We're in week one. You'll be able to catch up with ease. So if you're listening to this and you're like, Rita, I didn't know about this program. Rita, you should have shown up on video more. Rita, you should have done direct outreach to me. Or Rita, you didn't follow up with me enough because I heard about it and then I forgot about it. And man, all of this sounds great and what you're talking about. These are the strategies that I want to put into place in my business. I want to have these outcomes. I want to, you know, be able to ask you questions like this one-on-one and tweak my own strategies and my own launches. Then please contact me. You can still go to the registration page. It's still open. The link is in the show notes. Um, If you want to register, you are more than welcome. 
to register for the next 24 hours. But then I'm really closing it because I think that if you register after, you know, when I... You're listening to this on a Tuesday. Not everybody's listening to this on a Tuesday, right? So I'm going to close out the reg- – and I'm not telling people anywhere else that I'm leaving the registration open, right? Because that could create an administrative headache for my assistant and she might kill me. But um, – and I'm doing this, as you can tell, this was not preplanned. So I'm trying to figure this out like as I talk to you. I think that the latest that you could join would actually be the end of Wednesday. So if you – have not signed up by the end of Wednesday, you're probably going to fall too far behind in the program. So that being said, if you're listening to this and you are like, gosh, I wish I got into the most important thing. I really want to work with Rita. This is a good deal. This is a good thing. I'm, you know, I don't want to be so busy with all the things that aren't helping me get results in my business. And I'm too busy to do the one thing that will actually get me results and help me free up my time. And I do want to make a bet in myself. I do know I'm going to recoup this money. I am a good bet. I am a good investment. You know, I want one-on-one feedback with Rita. I want to ask her about my own launch. I want to ask her about all of this stuff. I want to have the strategy. If you go to the registration page, which again is in the show notes, and you sign up, it will be open. I will leave it open until the end of the day on Wednesday. But after Wednesday, it really is closing because then I think you will be too far behind. So if you have any questions, if you are unsure, if this is the right program for you, if you are like, oh, should I do it? Should I do it? Let's just make that decision pop me a message. I will hop on the phone with you. I will have whatever conversation. I will private message you the easiest way to help you make this decision so that I can help you focus on the most important thing in your business. Because at the end of this program, you really do create a simple strategy to attract consistent clients and make more money in your business. And most importantly, you're doing it in a way that supports your life. And you are connecting with other women who are doing the same. And the power of that just can't be denied. One of the most recent polls, I'll close out on this, one of the most recent polls in my group by a landslide, almost everyone said that the thing that they need most, the thing that they need most in their business right now is to be surrounded by their peers with accountability support, collaboration, and motivation. And I agree, that's a powerful thing. But I just want to caveat it with this. If you are getting accountability, support, motivation, and collaborating around the wrong things in your business, you will not get the results that you want. The key, the first step is to make sure that you are focused on the most important things, on the right actions in your business instead of all the actions in your business, and that you're getting the support and accountability and motivation around those right things. And so if that is something that you're wanting, then please join this program because all of the other women in this program are ready to collaborate. They're ready to give support. They're ready to give accountability. They're ready to give motivation. And more importantly, they are also going to be focused on the right things and they're going to know what you need to be focused on. And so you're going to have that double power, that collective power of getting that support, motivation, accountability, and collaboration around the most important things by other women who are doing the same and know what those most important things are. Whereas kind of the general public, yes, they can give you cheerleading support, accountability, and motivation, but it's not necessarily going to be around the right things. And that's where you keep feeling like you're just repeating the cycle of not getting results over and over and over and over. So anyway, 
check out that link. I hope this helped. I hope this gave you some things to think about around your next launch, whether it's a course, a group program, a package, an intensive, whatever that is. If you're not sure what you should launch, if you have more questions, message me. We can also schedule a call and talk about that a little separately. And I will catch you next week on another episode of the Rita Mimi Do It Show. Take care, everyone. Bye. Hey, before you go, thank you for listening to my show. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please take a minute to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you get your podcasts and leave a review. It'll only take you a second, but it will help other people discover the Read and Me Do It show. And my goal is to share this business boosting and life-changing content with as many people as possible. In fact, because I value your time so much, Every month, one reviewer will win a free coaching call with me. So if you want to get laser focused and go all in on the results that you most want in your business, then leave a review now. And then head on over to readamimidoit.com where you can find the show notes from today's episode.